You're listening to the Awesome Women's Podcast. This podcast has been designed for women like you who are at the beginning of their entrepreneurial journey. You'll be in the safe hands of Carrie-Anne Wade, Lorna Reeves and Jane Galloway, the three co-founders of the Awesome Women's Retreat. We'll be sharing all of our hints and tips with you. We'll be sharing some of the mistakes we made so you don't have to. And we'll also be making your journey hopefully a bit more fun, a bit more interesting and perhaps a little bit more knowledgeable too. Stay tuned. We can't wait to share all we know with you. Welcome to the next edition of the Awesome Women's Podcast. It's my utter pleasure to be with you today. In case you didn't know already, my name's Lorna Reeves and I am one third um, of the Awesome Women's Retreat group. I wanted to introduce myself. I wanted to drop in and say hi. I wanted to get to know you a little bit and let you into a little bit of who I am. Um, and I guess it's a wending, winding road to start. Um, I was in a corporate job. I had a job in the Met Police for 15 years and I worked in forensics. And I guess, like most of us, um, I started a job straight out of school and um, worked my own way around and really had it in my mind that this would be my future career. You know, this would be my long term um, career goal. And it was round about the probably 10 to 12 year mark that I um, really started to experience what I can now look back on and realise was um, burnout. Um, I was extremely stressed. Um, some of the things that I was seeing on a day-to-day basis were um, causing me sleepless nights, um, causing me quite a lot of trauma. Um, I didn't know what it was back then. <clears throat> and I can just remember reaching out to my line manager and say, saying, um, I'm really not coping please can I have a little bit of a break from um, seeing dead bodies, essentially. Um, And the response I got wasn't exactly supportive. Um, It was along the lines of you don't get to pick and choose what job you do. So it was around about that point that I decided, okay, so I need to take this into my own hands. And I um, looked around inside my organisation and got a different job which was great for a time. It was a new challenge, new team, um, but it was managing a large part of the organisation. It was managing the forensic lab. So 160 staff, um, all on flexible working contracts, um, multi-million pound contracts, um, delivery to internal partners and stakeholders, as well as lots of organisations around the country. And if I thought I was stressed before, um, now I really do know what stress was. I um, was barely sleeping three hours a night. Um, I got very ill. My weight fluctuated from putting on lots to losing masses. Um, I eventually had um, stress incontinence, so I couldn't be more than about 20 minutes from a loo. And when you're day is back-to-back meetings, um, it makes it somewhat awkward and uh, only 32, um, I really struggled. So it was around about that time that I started to look around for other opportunities and my gut reaction was, 
to get a different job. I'll just look around, grab another organisation, maybe I'll move to the NHS, maybe I'll move to the private sector, but I'll just get a different job. And actually, I realised that this wasn't going to solve the problem. So I actually started a bit of a side hustle in cake decorating and really found that I enjoyed it. And it was a different part of my brain for my day-to-day job. Um, And I found it restorative and it gave me energy. It gave me excitement. And even though I'd had a stressful day um, in my day job, I found that in the evening I could focus on cake making and it filled me up. But that was my kind of first foray into owning my own business. I then uh, started a business course which helped um, people in the public sector to to make that leap, to make that jump between um, different, to a different area of job, away from a job, sorry, and into a different role. And it was on this course that I really started to realise what business was about in that actually it required some strategy and some planning and really got me to thinking about um, the ability to scale and how I could work the numbers in order to um, either replace my income or significantly reduce the need to have an income from a business. And it was this that actually prompted me to step away from wedding cakes because I realised that I'd have to make an awful lot of cakes to um, to replace my income or I'd have to start um, selling cakes for around the 200 to 300 pound mark for a basic cake um, and that just wasn't viable for me so I shifted my focus and um, started my my weddings which was the UK's first um, LGBTQ plus wedding planning company I took my own experience of our marriage and uh, planning our wedding, which was hard, really hard to find suppliers and um, venues that were LGBTQ aware and friendly. So took that experience and thought, well, if I've struggled, perhaps other people have. And I did my market research and my competitor analysis and I came up with my, my offer, my proposition and my positioning for my business. And it was there that things really started to grow. And my oh my events was kind of born organically as a result of my oh my weddings doing really well in the first couple of years. We won some awards, industry awards in our first year. Um, and really it went from strength to strength. And I ended up leaving um, the job with the Met Police and actually having conversations with my wife that said... Um, you know, how long can we survive on one of our salaries while I build a business? So it was really not the way that I recommend um, people jump into their life passion or their side hustle. Um, I would say I did it the dramatic way. The um, way that I recommend is that you work on your side hustle, you build it and you grow it and you um, get it to a place where you reach a natural tipping point, where you have no more time to dedicate or you reach this bottleneck where you can't service any more clients unless you give up some hours from your corporate job and that's scary it's a really scary point in your business but it's utterly exhilarating at the same time and that point naturally happens for people at different times some people it happens really early in their journey some people will side hustle for several years before their business reaches that tipping point 
but it will get there with strategy and planning. And it's the safest way to do it. It's the safest way to replace your income um, rather than doing what I did and jump um, and hope for the best. Um, But it really focused my mind. Um, I had to get this business up and running and successful, um, or I had to find another job. They were the two um, parameters that I was working with. So thankfully, businesses were going well. um, And that's really how I got started in the world of business. Um, And it kind of grew from there. And it was during this business journey that I've known Jane for a long time. um, And she said, I'm getting together this group of amazing women. um, And we met as uh, the first AWL group of her programme. And I met Carrie-Anne and we kind of clicked instantly. And this grew, relationship and friendship grew. And we realised that all three of us actually really love working with Uh, women who want to grow their businesses for a variety of different reasons. Some are uh, mothers that want to do something for themselves. Others are women who, like me, have had big jobs and big successful careers and now want to do something different. Um, And that's really, for me, I get a huge boost out of seeing women become empowered and realise their own power and realise that actually they do have the tools and the passion to make a success of their business. They just need a little bit of help with the logistics. So if I can offer that, if I can help them with that, um, then that is everything I I need from Awesome. Um, And I love watching the women that we've helped and work with grow and develop and cheer each other on and help each other forward as well as getting so much value from not only the retreat but our online courses um it really is rewarding that's why I love doing what I do um I suppose I should talk about my role in awesome um the awesome women's retreat has three fundamental component parts the awareness the will and the energy And each of the three of us bring something different to that party. And we also bring something magically different in terms of the planning and the delivery of the Awesome Women's Retreat. Now, as you might have guessed, I am a bit of a planner, a bit, um, I love a bit of organisation. So my role is mostly the logistics So I deal with um, the venues, I deal with um, room allocations, um, bookings, um, all of the practical stuff that goes into Awesome and planning out Awesome Women's Retreats. But more than that, I am the business mentor um, of the programme. So I walk you through um, all the bits you need to get clear on what your business is and the direction that it's going in. Lots of women say, I've got this amazing idea, I just can't seem to get it out of my head onto paper and make it make sense. So my role is to take all that jumble of wonderful ideas, map it out on a page, and we form a map. So almost like before SatNav, you are planning your journey, you know where you want to get to, you know where you are now, and you know sort of what you want to do in the middle, so what your business idea is. So we figure out which A roads, which motorways, um, and which country lanes you need to take in order to get there. And we put a few contingency routes in there as well. 
and women have found that they really it really helps them clarify um, by having a plan and I work with the women on the alumni and um, women to provide the online course we set goals we set plans um, and we take actionable steps I'm all about the action what can you take away today and do to move your business forward Look at your roadmap, look at your plan. What is the next thing you need to do to move your business forward? That's where I am. So it fits nicely in um, with having your mindset shifted with Jane and from getting your values clear and your marketing and your branding clear with Carrie-Anne. Okay, so now how do we make this happen? And I absolutely love it. Um, And we talk about lots and lots of golden nuggets on the retreat. Um, And some of the stuff I don't even plan, it just comes out. Um, as the group needs Um, and it's absolutely incredible to watch women um, really start to visualize their business start to map their own paths and their own journeys it makes me quite emotional talking about it I've always had the question as well what advice would I give my younger self Um, and I think it would be and it's easy to say on reflection but it would be I wish Someone had told me to follow my own path from the get-go. I think I spent a lot of time in my younger years, as I'm sure we all did, um, trying to fit in, trying to do what everyone else was doing. Either, you know, you go to school, you go to university, you get a good job, you get a mortgage um, and you live your career. I wish someone had told me earlier on, actually, there are many, many doors open and you can live the life that you want. You just need to find the right people that can help you do that. Um, And I've certainly found in my journey now, the value of having mentors around me, the value of having coaches and people that would challenge me and force me to think of my... I know the answers to lots of things. We all know the, the answers to lots of things, but sometimes it takes for someone to pull that out in us. Sometimes it takes having a conversation with uh, a coach or a mentor to dig that solution out and actually be able to action it and move you forward. So I wish um, somebody had told me that, that if I surround myself with the right people, I grab myself a mentor, I could write my own journey from the beginning. Um, I wish I had gone that route, but I'm there now. And you can be too. We are all ready and waiting to help you on your journey, to be your mentors, to be your guides, to be your helpful sat-nav and take you forward. Um, And it's absolutely doable. I am living proof that you can have a big job and a career and you can change your mind and want to do something different. You can say, this is not for me anymore. How can I move my life in a different direction? How can I live a life that fulfills me, fills my soul, that gives me energy rather than sucks the life out of me for a wage? How can I earn what I think I should be earning? How can I earn my value? How can I live my true values and get paid my worth? Now, all of those things are what we drive our um, retreat attendees and our alumni towards. I've been asked to talk to you very quickly through a couple of quick fire questions. So here we go. So get to know your awesome team with me, Lorna Reeves. My favourite colour is probably navy blue. I suppose this should be quick fire, but 
most of my wardrobe is either blue, black, white or navy blue, with the occasional bit of red thrown in, so I'm a bit of a nautical song. And the best song in the world for me is Smash Mouth All Star. That always puts me in a good mood um, and gets me fired up. My Desert Island book would probably be... um, What would it be? Decisions, decisions. It'd have to be something that I read all the time. Okay, this is going to make you laugh. It's not academic. It's not um, trailblazing. Although I recommend all of you read The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson. Put it on your list of things to read this year. I read it every every year without fail, but it's a business book. My Desert Island book would be Rosamund Pilcher's um, The Winter Solstice. It's just lovely. I read it every Christmas and it gets me into the Christmassy mood. Um, I never, ever tire of pasta. I could eat pasta until it comes out of my ears. That's one of my favourite food groups. Um, I have to restrain myself, though, otherwise I would be the size of a house. Um, But I adore pasta in just about every variety. And a quick one. My favourite quote um, is from a Zadie Smith book, which I'm actually considering getting tattooed, which says... You are the sole author of the dictionary that defines you. You are the sole author of the dictionary that defines you. I found that really powerful when I read it. And I thought, she's absolutely right. Nobody else does define me except me. Nobody else gets to put a label on me and say whether I'm a sister, a wife, a business owner. I get to define me. And it's me that defines me, not what I do. So I invite you to be the sole author of your own dictionaries too. Let me know how you get on. I would love to meet some of you. So if you haven't already, please do head over to the Awesome Women's Retreat Facebook group. Um, I'd love to meet some of you there. Uh, We will be running various challenges and we have some great material to see into your next quarter. Um, If you want to know about any of that, do get in touch. And we are... We have places open for our next retreat, um, which you can find information about by either dropping us a line um, or I will make sure that the website details are in the show notes. But for now, my loves, have an awesome day. Have a little dream about where your life could be or where you would want it to be. And I will speak to you all very, very soon. Bye bye. Thanks so much for listening. We love chatting to you and we love to hear how you get on as well. So do reach out and share your stories with us. We are thrilled to be able to bring you this podcast and we'd be even more excited to meet you in person. If what you've heard has whetted your appetite, if you want to spend a whole weekend focusing on you and your business, wherever you are on your journey, then please just reach out. We'd love to host you on one of the awesome women's retreats. The show notes always contain how to get hold of us, but you can also find us at www.awesomewomensretreat.com. We'll see you soon. Take care.